What up, everybody, and welcome to the Short Series Podcast. On this podcast, I talk to artists, creatives, and young entrepreneurs about their stories and their way of coping with the quarantine. This podcast was recorded in Kansas City, Missouri, with very talented individuals. Enjoy the wave. What up, everybody? Welcome to the Short Series Podcast. Hope all is well. I hope you're staying safe, and I hope you're finding something productive to do um, during this quarantine process. Uh, my guest today, the talented, the beautiful Rochelle. What's going on? Hey, what's up? Hey, I appreciate your How's time. Yeah, it it's going great. Um, today's been really chill. Um, as we talked prior, it's been a, a crazy weekend, but I'm back at it. Short Series is back. I've got a great guest today. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, listeners don't know that you're from Vegas or you're in Vegas right now, um, but I want a little. I want to know a little bit more about you. Uh, I want maybe kind of a backstory about yourself. Okay. Um, yeah. So I was born in California, um, like Dana Point area, and then I moved to Vegas when I was twelve with my family, and I've been here ever since. I really like it out here. I don't really plan on moving anywhere else anytime soon um but I went to college out here I went to UNLV and I recently just graduated in December it took me seven years hey congratulations (laughs) yeah I I did it though it was not fun and I probably won't use my degree so that's cool what is it um what'd you go for it's hospitality hospitality management shit but that's always a card to have great in the back pocket yeah, no, it totally is. It's cool. I, I kind of did it for my dad because he really pushed me and wanted me to do it because he never did, and I'm a people pleaser, so I just did it, but I wasn't very happy doing it. Yeah. Um, so as soon as I was done, I, like, started getting into fashion. I've always been into fashion. I kind of grew up around it. Uh, my whole life, my mom does a lot of, like, crafty stuff, and then a family friend owns um, a clothing company that I've worked for off and on pretty much my whole life, like, throughout high school. If I wasn't at cheer practice, I'd go to the warehouse and make clothes with her and kind of sell them and learn how that whole industry works. Wait, you were, um, you were a cheerleader? Like, yes, I was. What? I did... Yeah, I did competitive cheer, like all-star cheer, and I also did school cheer. So I was super busy all the time. But so when, I, saw, wasn't, when you, I did have time, what? No, I was going to say, did you you saw that show on Netflix then, I'm guessing, right? Do I what? Did you watch the show on Netflix? The, the oh, cheer yeah. yeah. Hell what? yeah, I watched it like the first day it came out. What did you think? Um, I thought it was pretty accurate. Like, that is the cold, hard practice life of cheerleading. It was definitely as funny because as I was watching it, there was parts where I was like, oh, I miss this. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't miss that. You know, like, do it again. Do it again. Like, that was my coach for sure. For some but, for some reason, I just was like, this is really good. I'm going to watch this whole damn series. It is good. It's good. Being on a team is like the best feeling, especially a team like that. It yeah. definitely. I've met some of my closest friends from All Star Cheer, and 
still fancy some syringe, so it's pretty cool. Hell yeah. All right, so fashion. Let's get back on that track. I just heard you um, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, so um, I would go over to my aunt's warehouse and I would make clothes with her. And um, then I started kind of tie-dyeing my own stuff because she had wholesale accounts with so many different things. So she kind of hooked me up on that and I got in touch with American Apparel and got um, on their wholesale accounts and I started just making stuff for fun for my cheer team i would always like rhinestone our shirts for competitions so we would be blinging in my bitch <laughs> um <laughs> it was That's cool weird. i love doing that so that was kind of a hobby when i was like younger um and i've always been into fashion i like begged my dad to go to fashion school and he like is a very business oriented man um so he kind of wanted me to follow in his footsteps but I just really don't have a passion for it, at least at this point in my life. Yeah. Um, I like creating. That's what makes me happy. Um, so, And I grew up around it. So, you know, um, I wanted to take that path. And I finally started recently. I, it's been in my head, and I've been wanting to start for so long. But... Um, it was just me holding myself back. I was kind of scared to just take a step forward. I always thought that, like, I, no one would like my stuff or, I, like, it, it would never get out there. And then I just had my mom pretty much, like, encouraging me, like, you need to start posting what you're making. You need to start posting what you're making. No one's going to want to buy it if they don't see it. So so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, a lot of stuff I do have that I haven't posted just because... I do this thing where I make clothes and then I end up liking them so much I don't want to sell them. And that's kind of my problem. Um, but I've decided that it's better to make money and keep your clothes and to get your name out there, I guess. Really, is what is important because eventually I want to expand. Um, I mean, what I'm doing now, I obviously can't expand into because of copyright issues but for now it's just kind of um a craft i guess um i have been getting a lot more feedback from men so i think i might try to focus my styles on men's apparel because that seems to be what's requested from a lot of people as i've been posting yeah and so even going into um, the realm of a snobbish and how that all like just took and or taken place on um, seeing like the hoodies, the tie dye, um, the design. Um, really, um, I, I love the placements that you're doing, like putting the graphics on. You know what I'm saying? Like the placements are key for yeah. me. Let me just say that as a connoisseur. Yeah, um, I'm. I've actually been hand painting them on because I don't have access to any type of sublimation or anything like that but thank you um yeah. i kind of just lay lay it out and visualize what i think will look cool mm -hmm. so um so yeah some, well, of, some of them don't turn out great but once you paint you can't error, go back right? so you kind of <laughs> trial and error right yeah oh my gosh you can't succeed without trial and error, many of them. Yo, and then that denim jacket you most recently have um, put up, 
that had like the braiding around it around mm -hmm. the back the bones yeah yeah that was fire i like uh, yeah i like the the design and also the placement of that and then i'm i'm a huge denim collector as well i like really like american made denim nice well, I mean, yeah i'm actually working on a piece right now similar to that but it's going to be hand painted so those i use patches from a sublimation house that i um like work with and a good friend of mine so i um that's what those are on the back of the jackets but right now i'm working on like a crazy one i'm gonna like tag it up and use patches and it's gonna be pretty dope i'm excited hell yeah um, I, I know you've traveled a lot as well. We were talking that also prior to the podcast. Um, travel for me as an artist, as a creative, um, it's therapy. And it also gives me inspiration. You agree 100%, right? 100%. I think traveling is completely soul-funding. Like, culture shock is amazing to me. I love it. And you definitely get a lot of inspiration from traveling outside of your bubble. Yeah, 100%. My South Africa thing was uh, uncomfortable a lot. Yeah, but language barriers and just culture barriers and it is, it's so different, you know, and you have to really watch your mannerisms because things are just not different and are not the same in other countries. Right, like when I say word or, you know, a, a slang that's here, they're like, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> And it's yeah. so, and it puts me in a, not, not in a bind, because if it's one-on-one, -on -one, I'll explain, but if it's around, like, five or six people, I'm like, damn, I should have not said anything. Yeah, I know, you kind of have to be, I don't, I find myself when I'm in, like, foreign countries, like, if I'm trying to um, get, like, my point across or ask a question, I always, like, apologize after I ask. I don't know why. I feel like I'm bothering them by, like, confusing them because usually they don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I mean, a lot of countries do speak English, but there's just some things, like, when you're ordering at a restaurant and you're, like, trying to be, I don't want to be picky, but sometimes I am, you know? Like, you know this. Like, they're like, what? In other countries, it's like, you get what you get. Yep. <laughs> I know that feeling 100%. So many, like, Indian spots that I went to in Durban, um, I was like, do you guys have mild? And they're just shaking their head. And I was like, this is going to kill me. Um, yeah, you're like, all right, I'll pick what's on the menu then. Never mind, <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> do you guys have, like, um, <laughs> just random Whole Foods? Do you guys have, do you guys make juice here? <laughs> just changing the subject. <laughs> Uh, I want to dive into also um, Gucci for Rent. Now, you were telling me. Dive into what? Gucci for Rent. Your other pocket. Oh, er, okay. Your yeah. other Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, that's my um, inspiration page. I like that page more than any of my other page I, pages. I get excited to post on that one just because it's like my ideal lifestyle and like these pictures just like totally turn me on and they like get me excited and it makes me want to just I don't know I love that page though yeah and um, I, I had a it had a really like strong female power vibe that's that's what I got off of it you know what I mean like very feminine. yeah definitely 
It's a, it's it's a vibe. I feel like um my like I give off kind of like a strong female vibe, not like a bitchy one, but I know what I want and I'm very like precise when I like have something to say or an idea and I just like I don't know. I have a specific aesthetic and style and um like kind of like a badass girl like and that's like kind of what that page represents and like i know it's on private so some people probably think it's like you know like my me being goofy but it's actually just like amazing art that i that like pleases in my eye and i like love art so much but on like your normal page people just usually want to see photos of you so that's kind of why i have that page is just like an inspirational collage of dope pictures yeah and i think it's a full circle you know i think yeah each one of your pages um i mean personally inspired me like dang this girl's really making waves making moves doing what she loves and is passionate about it and is not scared to show anything about it do you know what i mean like very confident and i respect that thank you yeah, um, it took me a while to get there, to actually get it started. I had that snobbish page made for, like, for over six months, and I recently just kind of was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. And, like, I hate to say this, but the quarantine really pushed me. I didn't have an excuse to not do it because I, outside of this quarantine, I have a job. I work at a restaurant on a, on the Strip, so I'm I'm working all the time there, and, I would, and I'm very social and I like to go to the gym too. So I would just like pack my day with a schedule that didn't, um, require my clothing in it and, or that didn't have my clothing in it. And now that I actually have time to sit down and do it and be creative and I have no excuse at all, I'm like doing it. And the ideas are just flowing and flowing and flowing and, and then I have people, like, asking me for custom stuff. And then their ideas have me getting more ideas. And I love that. I love, like, having people ask for custom things because um, I love to hear other people's input. You know, it's like, yes, these clothes are for me, but they're also for you and everyone else. And I want to kind of know what everyone else likes. And that's why I do a lot of polls on my Instagram. Like, should I tie-dye this or should I leave it white or... You know, I just kind of want to see what everyone says. And most of the time, I agree with what the majority of the people vote on. So I feel like most of us are on the same page. But there is something out there for everybody. So you kind of have to think outside of the box and do make things for people that you wouldn't necessarily wear, but someone else would definitely wear it. Yeah. And I mean, it's funny that you say that because I want the listeners to know how we got connected is from... Uh, a friend of mine, Nate Vaughn, buying a piece from you and then him reposting. And then I was intrigued and then I dug deeper and then here we are. So I think that's incredible. It's it's really great to hear someone else that's very passionate about what they do and love what they do. You know what I mean? It's yeah. um, It can be hard and at times to was, find people to be on that level. Right. It Yeah, it takes a lot of like, you know, mental stimulation to get there and just to put it out there and say this is it this is me this is what i'm doing love it or hate it you know yeah but with nate it was cool because he kind of just said hey i love your jackets i want one and i was like do you have anything in mind and he's like i like louie i like off-white do your thing i trust you 
And I was just like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like, I love that you trust me and that you think I got this. And then when I made it, I was like sending him pictures, like when it was like halfway done, he's like, oh my God, I'm so fucking stoked for this. Like you killed it. And like, it feels good to get good feedback, you know? Yeah. Cause then it makes you want to like move forward and make more and more and more because like, you know, someone out there like, like yeah. stuff. it's the fuel for our creativity. Yeah. Like for ourselves. Like, I think that's incredible. Like to have always positiveness is something I thrive and always try to surround myself with. Yeah, definitely. It's good to have a good, you know, support team and good feedback. And yeah, I love that. So here yeah. I am. I'm just going to pop out as many collections as I can forward i'm really actually excited for stores to open back up because something i haven't posted but i've been doing for years is i go to like goodwill like one of those stores and i find like baggy mom jeans and i like just stress the shit out of them and i make jeans shorts and i make super ripped up jeans and every single time i wear them i get flooded with compliments like can you make me short can you make me short but it's hard with that because jeans especially non-stretch because that's what you have to use if you're trying to shred something and make it look very distressed anything with stretch is just not going to work as well as um non-stretch so it's hard to do it for people because you want to make sure that it's going to fit their waist perfectly um just because high-waisted fits differently you probably wouldn't know but it's like a women thing um but but i'm excited for that because i have so many ideas for um jeans and jean shorts for summer and i'm really stoked on that i'm so stoked for you it seems like you really found um that passion like for real yeah it, uh, yeah like i love this shit like creating this stuff makes me so happy like I'll like make something and then I'll stare at it and just like giggle like a kid like I'm so happy I love it oh my god I don't want to sell it I want to keep it but I want to post it like you know yeah but, 100% yeah I love it it makes me so happy this is what I love to do this it's always been what I love to do and I kind of just continue to push myself in school and pack my schedule with everything else that's I thought was good for me, but like, this is like good for my soul. Like, I love this. This quarantine is kind of doing me a favor by like reminding me what I like and what I live for, you know? Yeah. Cause you wake up and look at yourself and you go, what am I going to do today? Yeah. Like yesterday I tie dyed today. I have some sewing to do, but, um, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm making my, it's my best friend's birthday on Friday. So I'm making her, Super cute little outfit. So I have to get that done today. Damn. Post so it. I, I want to really see it. I want to see what you're working on. I definitely want to uh, support for sure. Um, have you? Yeah, have, I'll have, be posting as soon as it's done for sure. Hell yeah. Have you learned? Uh, has there been any like challenges on the way um, with starting uh, Snobbish um, at all? Definitely. Um, my very, very first attempt was a fail. Um, so I knew I wanted to do loungewear, you know, like sweats and stuff like that, because that's super in, just like street style in general. 
Right. Um, and I went to downtown LA to the wholesale mart and I found these pair of sweatpants that I loved. Like they were like thick and cute, perfect cut. I loved the colors, like everything about them was perfect. And I didn't get them. And then I went home, looked for them online. They didn't sell them online for whatever reason. So I went back to LA, bought them, got six pairs of black, six pairs of dusty rose, and six pairs of white. And I didn't try them on because I don't know why. That's the lesson here. And they run so small. Like, I got home and I tried them on and I was like, no fucking way. Like, they didn't really have much stretch and they were super short, like high water. And I was so upset and like obviously they're I don't think they were returnable and even just driving back to LA to do it I just didn't even want to do it so I was like fuck now I'm stuck with a bunch of sweatpants that I don't want to sell because I don't want to mark them as a medium and then they really fit as like an extra small or small and then my customer be disappointed that's like not my brand I don't want that I don't want any type of false advertisement and I want everyone to be really happy with their keep so um now I'm stuck with all the sweatpants and that was definitely a lesson learned um, from that. So, so far that's something I've learned. Like I'm pretty fresh and new in this, so I'm sure there's going to be a lot of other things that are going to be speed bumps, but I guess it's the experience that makes you successful. So yeah, 100%. ready for it. Three ingredients to live and to have a passionate life. What do you think are three ingredients for that to happen? I would say like internal happiness. Mm-hmm. I think um, happiness is a choice. I think um, for the most part, and I think that like no matter how like far down in the hole you are, like like happy thoughts can always, should always like process through your mind um, like as much as things are down, like there are so many things to be happy and grateful for that so many people don't have. Like even like we were talking about the country situation, like when I was in Thailand, actually, I think this was when I was in Bali. I went to like on like a volcano, um, like tour and there was this, and it, it, we were in like a little village and these people were like living in huts, like with like, I'm not even kidding, like, strings and cloth around their, like, genitals and stuff. Like, they weren't even fully clothed. Like, it was, Jeez. like, makeshift, like, jungle boy style. And this, like, little kid who had to have been, like, probably seven or eight years old was, like, banging this dead chicken with a stick, like, g- going ham on it, like, playing with a dead chicken. And I was just like, what the hell? Like, that was, like, one of the biggest culture shocks I have ever experienced and watching it I kind of got a little teary-eyed and as that was happening I um, decided that I was going to get a tattoo in Thailand that says blessed because I am truly blessed to live in America and to have what I have Mm. Um, so I think that happiness is just something that definitely so that relates back to me being happy with what I have and you know, so I think that's something that would 
make a success. What was the question? What was it? A successful life? A passionate life. A passionate life. Just um, a, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, and then I think another aspect that will make a passionate life is support. I think that having support from family and friends um, is everything. Like you're nothing without support. And I think it keeps you going in life when you have someone telling you that you're doing a good job or that they like what you're creating, you know, like that always keeps you moving and it always keeps you humble and it always like keeps you satisfied and content. So I really think that support's huge. And then I also think that experience is really important, you know, um, you live and you learn type of life. I really just totally agree to that. And you can fail a million times, but like at the end, it's like you'll always learn your lesson and you'll always come out successful. And I think that experience has a huge part in just knowledge in general, you know? Yeah. 100%. So, Beautiful picture. Thanks. Yeah. One word that describes you. Um, I would say charismatic. I don't know about, um, I think in person, yeah, charismatic. I think that's the word that describes me. I think I give off a very strong energy, but it's a very positive energy. And mm -hmm. I am like people who know me and that are my friends know that I am like not a mean person. Like I like want to bring everyone up. I love to make people smile. And I'd love to, like, want people to want to be my friend. You know, like, I, not like I'm saying, like, I, I want everyone to be my friend just because I actually have a pretty small circle. But I am nice to strangers. I know what it's like to, like, you know, just be in the customer service industry in general. So that kind of plays a huge part in, like, the way that I treat people. Hell yeah. I feel the same way. Uh, even, like, with my... My coffee experience uh, and the hospitality, um, just greeting someone, how much that means to an, a, a person, to an individual, you know? Like, I never thought yeah. it was a big deal. Then I went to South Africa, and if you don't say hi when you come in the house or to people when you go in a restaurant or anything, you, I mean, they're like, what the hell? Like, something's wrong. And they'll check you. They'll be like, yo, man, like, what the hell? Like, make sure you greet everyone in the house. Like, it's it's something that I've learned that's very important to me now. And I'm thankful for that. Definitely. A, like, a greeting, a smile, a wave, it, it, the slightest thing, like, really does make a difference. And it really just makes you look like a, like, your persona is just different when someone, you know, you can tell. Like, even a smile. A smile will just put a little vibrance around you. Like, that person seems happy and nice and cool. Like, what's up? But if you walk in somewhere looking all pissed off, like, the mood is immediately set. Immediately. Yep. yep. You know? 100%. And I just, I don't want my, I don't want people to look at me or, like, know me as, like, that kind of mood because I'm not that kind of mood. I'm just, I'm not a negative person, like, at all. Like, the fucking world will be crumbling, and I'll be like, well, at least we have each other. Like, you know, like, I will think of every positive thing I can before I resort to negativity. Like, yeah, this shit sucks, but this, this, and this, and this will come from it, and let's look at that side of things. 
Yes, 100%. Damn. That's so good to hear and so refreshing for myself. That's just good to hear because uh, other creatives and other spots other than Kansas City, you know, it's it's been kind of dark and gloomy. It's been kind of like down, you know, like I know homies that, for instance, you know, was releasing a magazine and this shit happened. And, but then he sold out and I was like, bro, it's happening. I told you, regardless, you were going to build something. Just yeah. got to stay consistent. Be patient. And it's all about that timing. Timing is everything. Don't push. I agree. You know? I agree. Timing is everything. And there's always light on the other side. Like, 100%. you just have to remember that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And don't be so focused on what's down the road. Focus on the now to get to down. To be right. down the road. If that makes sense. One day at a time, baby. Here I am trying to be like a philosopher, you know, just trying to do one-liners over here about life and shit. Um, <laughs> well, Rochelle, I appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for being a part, of, uh, especially of like season seven and then just of what's going on in the country right now. I'm, I'm very blessed that you just made time out of your, um, your busy life and um, to make time for me. So I really appreciate that. Thank you. I totally um, appreciate you having me. It's been awesome. It's been super, super cool. It was super nice to meet you. Yeah. And I hope we can stay in touch. Yeah, definitely. Um, real quick, um, let's talk about the Instagram where people can check out what's going on. Um, you want to take it over and let, okay. the, let the listeners know? Um, yes. So my personal page is Shelly Ochoa, S-H-E-L-L-I-E, O-C-H-O-A underscore, um, and then there I have linked my snobbish couture account, which is my brand, and then my Gucci for Rent, which is my inspirational art page. Um, so if you want to give me a follow on those, I would totally appreciate it. Um, my Gucci for Rent is like a little bit R-rated, but... If I you're love into it. that stuff. <laughs> That's badass. You know? Yeah. And listeners, don't it's forget. Cool. Yeah, go ahead. Um, and listeners, don't forget to check out uh, Streetwave, S T R E T W A V E, for all the updates and then for the new podcasts that are still going to be coming out every Thursday. You can find us on 10 different platforms Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Become a subscriber, please. Um, and there's eight other platforms you can find us on, like Anchor, all kinds of shit. Um, again, Rochelle, I appreciate your time. Um, we out. Perfect. Peace out, baby.